Welcome back, family. This is your boy ED. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, listen, listen closely. It just simply means it. I am back with another one. This time, we're going to talk about waterfall and project management. What? Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. What is waterfall project management? Does that sound better? I thought it would. Well, let's let's jump into my seven points. But I hope you're prepared to dive into what traditionally project management has been run on and been leveraged. I mean, when I got into project management, this was the first methodology that I ever learned was the waterfall. And if you can imagine, the waterfall is, is more or less, it, it's like, it looks like it's just going down like that in a sense. Uh, that's why they call it waterfall, because you start at the top and you end. But we're, I'm going to walk you through that. But I remember when I got my first taste of this methodology of what we call waterfall. I was super excited. I was like, my first project, we're going to work, run waterfall. And I'm like, okay, but then what do I do? So I'm going I'm to navigate you through that family. I hope there's something out of this seven point framework that I say that really resonates with you or, and or arrest, arrest your attention to the point that you're like, wow, I didn't think about it like that. First of all, waterfall is a phased approach. Okay, so waterfall breaks the project life cycle down into distinct, and I do mean distinct, phases such as requirements gathering, design, development, testing, deployment, and then for most of all, maintenance. What you have to understand, family, is that each phase is completed before moving on to the next one. So it's not like I'm in initiating and I'm already in closing. Mm -mm. Or it's not like I am skipping the requirements gathering, skipping all the testing and all of that and deployment. Now, again, this depends on what type of project that you are leading because there are certain projects that may not need that, but the majority are, if you're going to leverage the uh, waterfall framework, I would, I mean, excuse me, methodology, I would rather if it's not something so dense like uh, like a particular waterfall type project, uh, and, and I'm going to walk you through that as well of how do you, how can I tell what, should I use this methodology or framework? Point number two, emphasis on documentation. Got to document. You know, the, the strongest waterfall projects that I've seen, they made a strong emphasis on ensuring that the requirements were documented properly. The design, the, 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 um, the design uh, specifications was clear and the project plans uh, were documented up front to create a clear roadmap for the entire project. And you know I'm going to step back because this is what we do as exceptional project managers, just like yourself. Project plans. A lot of people will confuse a project plan with a project schedule. They'll say, my project plan is updated. And, and I always keep coming back to this because I... I see it out in the industry a lot or through conversations like, where are you at on your project plan? Uh, what you, are you referring to my schedule? Yeah, 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 I'm talking about your schedule. Oh, okay. Uh, this is where I'm at and, you know, we're, we got a couple uh, tasks in place here and, you know, we're still green. Everything is good. Everyone is knocking out their task. Everyone's completing on time. But family, be cognizant of that when you're leading a project of understanding the difference between a project plan and a project schedule because a lot of times it will uh, get confused. But 
ensuring you have proper documentation based off of what everyone agreed on. One of the things I also use is my RAID Q, man, I'm just giving a lot of value here, but I love doing it. This is what I enjoy doing. If I could, if I could, never mind, I'm not even going to, but anyway, I really enjoy doing this. And so because I enjoy doing it, I want to make sure you get the most value, especially if you're new in this game of project management, you're trying to figure out, is this something you want to do? It is something you want to do. You've listened to me long enough. It's time to join in or join out. Okay. That was my public service announcement, but honestly, just understand the importance of documentation because documentation will uh, save you a lot. And like I was saying about the, my RAID Q log, um, if you don't know what that is, I have a video on that, but I'll give you the highlight. RAID Q log stands for risk, action items, issue, decisions, and questions. So what I would do with the decision um, area is I would make sure I document our decisions. If we're in a meeting and a decision was made, I'll document it because what would tend to happen is people will say, I, I, didn't, I don't remember saying that. And you're like, well, we said it on, you know, July 14th, 2015, you know, 18, like it hasn't, but anyway, I digress. Let's move on to point, uh, point number three, clear my milestones and deliverables. That's, that's one thing about a waterfall project is having the ability to, uh, establish, I call them checkpoints, you know, because that's what milestones are. They really serve as a checkpoint to allow stakeholders to assess the progress and ensure that the, the alignment is across the board. So, uh, I, like I said, I call them checker flags or checkpoints. You know, a check, well, I won't say checker flag. Checkpoint is basically, okay, we got that done. Now we're moving up to the next one. And it really gives you a sense of hope, like, wow, we, we are moving this project forward. Point number four. One thing about a waterfall, though, project is it has limited flexibility. Now, when you look at a scrum framework, it has, I mean, you basically are, are really just taking, you know, items from the back, backlog. We're running sprints and you're, you're moving forward. This is, if we got to pivot, you can pivot faster in a more scrum framework versus a waterfall because waterfall is known for its limited uh, flexibility. And one phase, one phase gets completed at a time and the changes and the requirements as far as like scopes is not as easy like as what you have the flexibility in a scrum framework because if you're in a good organization they have a solid change process it's not like you're going to go out and say all right i'm changing the scope or um, i'm going to basically rebaseline the, the schedule is like well no you got to go through a change process to make that happen point number six now one thing i will say is if you're leading a a project and you have requirements that are stable requirements like you know like you know what stable is stable is like oh i'm just messing with you but no you have stable requirements and when you have stable requirements this is the waterfall is definitely a project type you i mean excuse me methodology you want to leverage because what what waterfall does is it thrives and i do mean thrives when re requirements are well understood let me step that back or to the side in front okay no when right re requirements are well understood and relatively stable it's i mean it makes the project run so much smoother um, you have a clear objective you have predictable outcomes uh, everything is just i mean it's like clockwork and it just moves my my last and final point for point number seven um and i mentioned this before is rigorous well i didn't use the word rigorous change control but i talked about change control 
but having a rigorous change control, I'm going to be honest with you, family. There's been times where uh, I was frustrated with the change control. Here, here, this, this, so this is what happened. I'm, we, we family. So let me take. So uh, I, I took over this project and I get the project and I'm looking at the Microsoft uh, project schedule and I'm like, man, this project needs to be rebaseline because I don't even know what these dates are all out of whack and because they built it ahead of time. Just, you know, thinking. So I was like, well, all right, I'm going to have to go through uh, change control and make sure that everything is good. And while I'm there, I might as well do the whole gamut. I'm going to make sure that the scope is, 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 is aligned. While we're looking at, at the schedule, at the same time, I even want to look at the cause. Like, hey, are we sure that these costs are right? Can I, you know, because based on, and uh, one of the things too, I love using, I, I, and I don't get to use it as much because it depends on what type of environment you're in, but earn value management. Oh man. But that's probably for another video, but back to the story. So the point was family, when going through this rigorous change control, I mean, and again, it's one of those things, I, as I shared with you, you love it and you hate it at the same time. It's, I heard somebody saying, it's like watching somebody you don't like driving off over the cliff over in your favorite car. You, you're mad at the same time, you're glad. I don't know if that made any sense, but hey, point I'm trying to make family is that having a rigorous change control is really gonna save you more than anything. It's going to hold everybody, it's gonna hold everybody accountable. So it won't be no, oh, you just made a change on the fly. No, that's not going to fly here. You're going to have to go through the proper channels with the proper documentation and the proper representation because that's another thing. When you go through those change controls, I've seen project managers go in there and sit in there by themselves. And I'm like, no, that's not that's not how we roll. As you if you know anything about this channel, we always focus on communication and what? Collaboration. So I bring the team with me. So if there's some question that I'm unable to answer, I think as a group, we can figure this out together. So family, I, I leave you with that. I hope you understand the importance of rigorous change control because what it does is it, it ensures that it's be, everything is being evaluated. You get an approved sign off, which you put in your records. Um, and you know, it depends on what, you, there's there's software out there, tools like that you could leverage uh, for that. But family, just make sure that you are doing everything possible to document these train these change controls and you and you have a solid change control process until next time this has been your boy ed i'm out